0: For an adventure and magnificent proportion. I don't know what you've been told. We're in a golden age. So many discoveries that are jumping off the page. While in the world, 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 with Lion Mendy. Knock, knock, knock. Special delivery. Oh, the mail's here. Yellow! I'll take that. Thank you very much. Oh, oh, uh, <laughs> it seems to be stuck to my fingers. As, uh, and then it's release. Duck, what is this? Maple syrup? It is maple syrup. Who would put this in the mail? Uh, I recognize those sticky fingerprints anywhere, man! Invitation. Got it. Uh, uh, here, let me try and fry that thing out of your hands.
1: It's everywhere.
0: Okay, on the count of three. One. One two. two. Uh, Ouch. Got it. Uh, carry the mail, they said. It'll be fun, they said. No, you'll never be covered in maple syrup. Whew, okay, now to get this thing open. Okay, let's see what this invitation says here Your presence is requested in Mindy's gingerbread bathroom The crumbling house next door Now a clock Chocolate milk and horse doves will be served Horse doves? Does does, does she mean hors d'oeuvres? P.S. Mindy has something bonker balls to show you.
1: Hey, Guy Raz, did you read my invitation? Now a clock started like five minutes ago.
0: I'm coming, I'm coming.
1: I'm uh,
0: oh hi Dennis. Did I hear someone say invitation? Should I go check my mailbox? Uh, <laughs>
1: Sorry Dennis, didn't know your address. Oh that's okay. My address is Dennis'
0: neighbor, the house next door, Busybody Avenue. Mindy? Made up a list-
1: Read the sign! What?
0: Let's see here, huh? No dumping allowed.
1: Nope, oh, the other one!
0: Oh, right. L- let's see here. The sign says, Rage against the latrine, potty this way.
1: Potty? It's a word play on the word party!
0: Oh, oh, right. I get it. Okay, uh, this must be the place.
1: Love, <gasps> you came! Come right in. Make yourself at home.
0: Mindy, uh, h- how many toilets are in this bathroom? Wait, are those my clogs? The shoes I brought back from my trip to Amsterdam? What are they doing in your toilet?
1: Clogging it up.
0: Uh, and is that a tree growing out of that one?
1: My toilet tree? In the spring, it's supposed to bear tiny toothbrushes. Uh... Can I interest you in any horse doves?
0: Uh, don't you mean hors d'oeuvres?
1: No, I mean horse doves. See? Ah! I genetically engineered them by combining the DNA of a horse with the DNA of a duck. Aren't they cute? Tiny white flying horses. Mindy, what did you invite me over here for? Well, Guy Raz, I brought you here because we need to talk.
0: Okay, so why didn't you just Call me on the phone or stop by. You know, I do live right next door. I mean, we could have done this literally anywhere but your bathroom.
1: Well, that's the thing, Guy Raz. See, the bathroom is really the only place we can have this particular talk. Mindy,
0: where are you going with this?
1: Well, you know how you're always saying that toilet talk belongs in the bathroom? Yeah,
0: I do say that to you multiple times a day. Well,
1: this is one of those times.
0: I'm not sure I follow.
1: Guy Raz, we need to talk about these.
0: Ooh, dark chocolate truffles. Don't mind if I do. <gasps>
1: no, Guy Raz, stop! Ain't no
0: stopping me now. Ah, Guy Raz, that's wombat poop. Wombat
1: poop? Wombat poop. That's why I invited you here to my bathroom. We need to talk about it and this is the only place where that would be appropriate.
0: Mindy, I don't know where you got this wombat poop from, but I think it's safe to say you've been swindled. What? This poop is cubed, like tiny brown blocks.
1: Yeah, okay, well number one, I got this wombat poop off the interwebs by zoodling poop cubes. You what? And for only $1 plus $322 plus taxes, plus shipping and handling, This little bag of wombat poops is all mine. Wait. Certified, authentic, and imported from Australia.
0: Wait a minute, Mindy. You spent $323 on
1: poop? No. You did. Mindy. And number two. This number two is supposed to be cubed. Bat poop.
0: Okay, now I've been to Australia and I've seen these furry little short-legged waddling marsupials with my own four eyes, but I've never seen any Cubes left behind?
1: Well, neither did Patricia Yang from the Georgia Institute of Technology.
0: Oh, I've heard of her. Isn't she that mechanical engineer who studies hydrodynamics or the motion and action of fluids?
1: Yeah, and not only that, but she specializes in bodily fluids of animals, like blood, food traveling through the intestines, pee, probably barf. Yeah, 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 I got it. Anywho, when she first learned that wombats do... Poop cubic bricks? She did what any other good scientist would do, and she asked the question. <clears throat> oh, why? No, actually, she asked if she could build a little poop igloo out of them. Ugh. But then she asked the question why? 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 Patricia Yang had stumbled upon a scientific mystery. My
0: favorite kind of mystery. So, uh, what happened next? Oh, wait, wait, L- let me get my popcorn. What? Oh, um, mm. oh, so good. Okay, now I'm ready.
1: What happened next? Well, I could tell you, Guy Raz. Yeah? But, I'd rather show you.
0: Uh. Reggie! Mindy! Mindy, are you sure it's a good idea to keep him in your house?
1: D- yes, of course, I'm not sure it's a good idea to keep him in my house, Guy Ross. But he pays half the mortgage, and he's the only one who knows how to clean out my licorice gutters. Oh, but you're right. From now on, we'll keep him in your house. Hi, uh... Reg! We've got a long fly ahead of us. <laughs> Let's go, Guy Raz. Hop on. Uh... Where are
0: we going, Mindy?
1: Uh... I'll give you a few hints. It's the smallest continent in the world. Australia. It's surrounded by the Indian and Pacific Oceans. Australia. It's famous for its beaches, kangaroos, and the Sydney Opera House. Mindy, you're talking about Australia. Ooh, I'm sorry, Guy Raz. The correct answer is... Australia. That's what I just said. (laughs) Reg, put another shrimp on the Barbie doll and get ready for takeoff, because here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the ride, Reg.
0: Whoa, looks like Reggie's met his match.
1: (laughs) What in the wow is up with that? Crazy, look an ostrich! That's not
0: an ostrich, Mindy. That's an emu. Only the second largest living
1: bird by height. I'll say that thing's taller than you, Gyroz. Sounds like she's asking Reggie for a ride. Wait, you speak emo? Oh Wait, she's saying that her wings are only there for decoration, and now she's bragging about how she can run like 30 miles an hour. And she's hopping on Reggie's back, oh. a bird riding
0: another bird. What is happening? I don't know um, how. Okay, so uh, what in the world are we doing in Australia
1: again? Oh, remember? We're here to explore a cubic poop mystery. Why do wombats poop in cubes? Oh, right.
0: So where do we
1: begin? Look behind you, Guy Raz.
0: Welcome to the Pouseum. The Pouseum?
1: Yeah, like museum, only it's full of poops. Anywho, inside this poozeum is an immersive, interactive exhibit on wombat poops. Come on! Whee! Oui. Run, 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 run!
0: Hello there, and welcome to the poozeum, featuring our immersive,
1: interactive exhibit on the magic and mystery of wombat bow movements. Two tickets, please. Perfect. Thank you very much. Now, please proceed to the bag check. Okie doke. Uh, excuse me, ma'am. Please open your toolbox. Uh, are you sure you want me to do that?
0: Mendy, let him inspect the adventure toolkit so we can enter the puseum. You asked
1: for it. Okay, everybody, stand back.
0: What? Are these
1: cats? Thank you. Enjoy your day at the puseum.
0: Hey, I'm supposed to say that to you. So,
1: looking at the map
0: here, uh, it looks like our first stop is the wombat exhibit. Oh, that, that must be it over there. Huh, how can you tell? Well, because it's a wombat structure the size of a car wash. Looks like the entrance is, uh, the wombat's open mouth. <gasps>
1: Oh, wow. A giant building shaped like a wombat with a wide open mouth. Whoa. Um, it says here on the map that we're supposed to cover ourselves in grass and then enter through the mouth as wombat food? What is
0: this? Cover ourselves in grass?
1: Hey, anything for science, right?
0: Anything for science. Okay, now
1: stay still while I dump this barrel of grass all over us transforming us into delicious, grassy wombat food. It's itchy.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, let me just see here. Next stop, we enter the immersive exhibit through the mouth. Whoa,
0: is it supposed to be this dark, Mindy? What happens next? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our immersive and interactive exhibit on the magic and mystery of wombat poop. For the next two and a half weeks, you will experience what it's like to travel through a wombat's digestive system, beginning as a simple meal of grasses and ending up as a -a one-of-a-kind cubic poop. We're going to be converted into poop?
1: Anything for science! That
0: means anything. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, please follow me and step aboard the bowel mover and begin our two-and-a-half-week journey throughout the wombat's digestive tract. Two-and-a-half weeks? We only bought one-day tickets to the museum.
1: Karaz, two-and-a-half weeks is the length of time it takes for a wombat's food to travel through the intestines and convert to poop. So have a seat.
0: You think they'd speed it up for the exhibit's sake?
1: Just be patient, Guy Raz. The end is where all the magic happens. In the meantime, while we're on this bowel mover, we've got plenty of time to talk about this poop cube mystery I was telling you about. Oh, right, the mystery of the cubic poop. Yeah, so Georgia Tech's Patricia Yang and her fellow research buddies, Set out to discover why and how Wombats poop in cubes.
0: And how did she exactly begin this exploration?
1: By collecting wombat intestines.
0: And by intestines, you mean those long tubes found in the bodies of humans and animals that help us break down food and turn it into energy.
1: You know what, Guy Raz.
0: But what do you mean when you say collected wombat intestines? I mean, did the wombats just give up their intestinal tracts voluntarily or... Oh,
1: no, 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 no. I should clarify that these particular intestinal tracts came from wombats who were no longer living. May they rest in peace. Oh. So the next thing they did was pretty wow. Oh, yeah? What's that? Well, in the spirit of anything for science, Patricia Yang and her fellow research buddies pumped up these intestines, blowing them up like giant freakish balloons.
0: Ugh, are you making this up, Mindy?
1: Not this time, Guy Raz. They did this to compare the stretchiness of the wombat intestines to the stretchiness of pig intestines.
0: And what was the difference?
1: Well, the difference was that while the pig intestines had sort of an even stretchiness throughout, the wombat intestine stretchiness was super uneven Especially in two separate, distinct places.
0: Meaning that when the food went through the digestion process and turned into poop, that uneven stretchiness created uneven
1: pressure,
0: which was then put on the poop before it... Yeah?
1: Before it, um, I believe the word you're looking for is popped out the wombat's butt. Yeah, that. And it looks like we're almost there. Has
0: it been two and a half weeks already?
1: Well, judging by the time on this watch I'm not wearing right now, I'd say time flies when you're having fun, Guy Raz. Wait. Now, we're nearing the end of our journey, and this is where all the magic happens. Are we going to be turned into magic poops? Hold on tight, Guy Raz. We're about to reach the first uneven stretchy groove in the intestine. What is happening? We're in the final step of the ingestion process. We're firming up, and the intestine is squeezing us into cubes. Poop cubes. Now close your eyes, Gyroz. We're about to pop out the The
0: Andy, you look like a cubic poop emoji with googly eyes.
1: And you look like a cubic poop emoji with googly eyes and glasses.
0: So now what do we do?
1: Wait, are we in a gift shop? Ooh, souvenirs. Hey, stop taking our picture. P- poop is a private matter. Too bad your pictures won't be scratch and sniff. Am I right? Uh... OK, Guy Raz, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a deep, cleansing breath Then we're going to stretch and shimmy until we bust loose from these compact poop cubes, Okay? (sighs) Take a
0: deep breath.
1: (sighs) Stretch it out. Stretch it out. Give me a shimmy. Stretch it out. (sighs) There we go good as new. Ooh, look! This gift shop has those little personalized license plates and keychains. Let's see if we can find one that says Guy Raz. Keychains?
0: Uh, Mindy, I think we need to take some time to uh, digest what we just experienced in there. Yeah? Well, now that we know how cubic poop is formed, the question we're left with is... Why?
1: So, as you may recall, that was the first question that led Patricia Yang on her journey to solve this mystery.
0: So, did she discover the answer?
1: Here's the thing, guy Roz. Wombats, which are nocturnal animals.
0: Meaning that they sleep all day and poop all
1: night. Yeah, basically. So, every night, they poop out 80 to 100 little one-inch poops.
0: One cubic inch?
1: Well, Almost that big. And they use these poops to communicate and to mark their territory so that potential mates know where to find them. Mark
0: their territory? Do they use them as bricks to build tiny wombat poop huts?
1: I wish, but no.
0: But wombats are known for having pretty bad eyesight, so... How will other wombats even know where to find them once they've marked their territory?
1: Well, what they lack in vision, they make up for with their supersonic sense of smell. Ah,
0: yes, I've heard about this.
1: Hey, Roz, have you ever dreamed of smelling wombat poop the way that a wombat smells its poop? Uh, no. Well, then today is your lucky day, presenting... Oh, hang on a second! I gotta get it out of my adventure toolkit first. <clears throat> I know I put it in here somewhere. Dog toy? I don't even have a dog. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Okay, Kairaz, presenting the handy dandy 5D sensory hat D. My friend Mina made it for us. Whoa. Here, stay still, and I'll put it on your head. Ah! Stop, stay still. I gotta fasten the chin strap. There we go. What is all this stuff hanging off of it? Raz? those are the sensors. Oh. See, Mina is a world-renowned inventorito from Southern California, and she invented this hat helmet as a way for us to experience the five senses the way that animals do. Like the way that wombats smell with supersonic sniff power. You know it. OK, now let me just attach this doohickey to your nose here. Ah! And adjust the settings on the dial here on top. There, that should do it. Okay, deep breath through your nose. <sighs> Pretty wow, huh? Oh, Mindy, get this helmet off of me! Stay <sighs> still! Look So that's how wombats do it. They take their poop cubes, mark their territories, and then wait for other potential wombat mates to smell their stinky surroundings. And then they fall in love, or something like that.
0: So wombat poop plays a valuable role in a wombat's life. And if you think about it, it might be safe to say that Their poop is essential to the survival of wombats as a species!
1: Exactoritos! And, as a major bonus, the unusual cubed shape of the poop helps to keep it from rolling down a hill or in the wind.
0: Genius! So why don't we make all poop like this?
1: I know, right? If I had a nickel for every time your cat Alice's poop would just roll away underneath your refrigerator when I was cat-sitting for her? What? Before we leave Guy Raz, I want you to look to the left of this gift shop right through that big window over there. Huh,
0: looks like a bunch of scientists and engineers and manufacturers are working on something.
1: Yeah, so once scientist Patricia Yang got to the bottom of this mystery, the scientific community went bonker balls thinking of all the things they could do if only they could find a way to make fake wombat intestines. Oh! It's something called biomimicry, or using nature as a model for human inventions.
0: Wow, like using it in manufacturing to make
1: cubes. I mean, just imagine all of the biomimicry possibilities, Guy Raz. Cubic wombat poops as a model for bricks and blocks and board game dyes and <gasps> chocolates.
0: Okay, time to put the poop talk back in the bathroom. Man... You know, why, why don't we try to find one of those little keychains with our names on it?
1: <gasps> or a souvenir pair of poop dice to hang from the rearview mirror of Reggie.
0: Reggie has a... Uh, Reggie, right in the middle of the gift shop?
1: Ugh, now, if only nature could find a way to pack bird poop into neat little cubes.
0: We're gonna need a cleanup on aisle seven. Wow in the world, we'll be right back. Grown ups, this message is for you. This message comes from NPR sponsor State Farm. With surprisingly great rates, State Farm is the real deal when it comes to home and car insurance. Their agents are ready to help personalize your insurance so you can create a policy that fits your needs. Manage your coverage, pay your bill, or even file a claim right from your phone with the State Farm mobile app. And you can always call one of the State Farm agents in neighborhoods across the country. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Support also comes from Little Passports, offering activity kits to keep kids engaged and expand their minds. Hands-on activities and games invite kids to explore the world and unpack the mysteries of science. They'll travel to countries like France, Brazil, and Egypt and build scientific wonders like a volcano, a submarine, and a solar-powered car from their kitchen table. More at littlepassports.com. Maddie Safaya here, host of Shortwave, a new daily science podcast from NPR. We'll bring you new discoveries, everyday mysteries, and the science behind the headlines, all in about 10 minutes every weekday. So you come away a little smarter, or at least you look that way, on Trivia Night. Listen and subscribe now to Shortwave from NPR. To the show. Wow in the world.
1: Hi, thanks for calling Wow in the World. After the beep, get ready to record. Hi, Mindy. Hi, Guy Raz. I'm Sarah and I'm Zoe and we live in Davenport,
0: Florida. Our wow is that Every year, approximately 500 billion to 1 trillion plastic bags are used worldwide. Say hi to Thomas Fingerling for me.
1: What's
0: Say hi to Reggie. <laughs> Bye. We, Bye. Love we love your show. Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name is Hila, and I live in Frisco, Texas. My well in the world is that if you weighed all the germs in the world and all the humans in the world, the germs would weigh more. Say so hi to Reggie for me. <laughs> Bye. I'm Indian Garraz My name is Madden and I live in Seattle, Washington. My well in the world is that obsidian isn't a rock, but it's actually a type of glass made of silica
1: grains, otherwise known as a type of quartz. Please say hi to Reggie, Annoying Dennis, uh, Grandma G-Force, you wanna wrestle? and yes, I do want to wrestle, Thomas Fingerling, uh, uh, what? Kiki the dog, <laughs> Alice the cat, and Bucky the horse. <laughs> Bye.
0: Hi, I'm Andy, I'm Guy Raz. My name is Robin, and I live in New York. My round the world is that whale's poop is pink.
1: Bye. Hi, my name is Jackson and I live in Roanoke and my wow in the world is that hummingbirds' wings move in a figure eight. Hi, Mindy and my name is Porter. I live in Woodstock, Georgia.
0: My wow in the world is that rhinoceros can run 31 miles an hour. Hi, Mindy and my name is Alex. I live in Newcastle, Australia. My wow in the world is that you can the
1: Great Barrier Reef is so big that you can see it from space. Love your
0: show. Hi, my name is June and I live in Seattle, Washington. My
1: wow well in the world is that some chickens lay green or blue eggs. Hi, Dennis. I think you're the most amazing person.
0: Aww. Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name's Teresa, and I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, My wow in the world is that there's a kind of fungus that can take over ants'
1: brain. I love your show. Bye.
0: End of messages.
1: Hey everyone, thank you so much for hanging out with us this week on Wow in the World. And to keep
0: the wow rolling, check out this week's scientific conversation starters at our website wowintheworld.com.
1: And grownups, there you can find more info on how your kids can become members of the World Organization of Wowzers, shop our Wow shop, upload photos and videos to us, and check dates for our upcoming live events. That's wowintheworld.com.
0: Our show is produced by Jed Anderson.
1: Who provides the bells, whistles, and silly characters. Say hello, Jed. Yo. Our show is written by me, Guy Raz, and Thomas Van Kalken, who also provides silly characters.
0: Tom? Hello there. Thanks also to Jessica Bodie, Casey Koeffer, Rebecca Caban, Kit Ballinger, and Alex Curley. Meredith Halpern Ranzer powers the Wow at Tinkercast.
1: Our theme song was composed and performed by the Pop Ups. For more info on their two-time Grammy-nominated all-ages music, find them at thepopups.com. And
0: grown-ups, you can follow Wow in the World on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Wow in the World, and our email address is hello at wowintheworld.com.
1: And if you're a kid with a big Wow to share with us. Call us at 1-888-7-WOW-WOW for a chance to be featured at the end of the show.
0: Also, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to Wow in the World on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Yeah, leave us a few stars, a review, or just tell a friend about the show.
0: Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep keep on on wowing. Jing. The world was made by Tinkercast and sent to you by NPR. Can we affect the rise and fall of the economy? Although things may look good for now, many Wall Street analysts are concerned about the warning signs ahead. Just by the way we talk about it? The bond markets once again flashing that ominous recession. How stories and psychology affect our economic fate. This week on Hidden Brain from NPR.